0: Monday, July 26th, 2021. Welcome to episode 58 of the Avidity Fitness Podcast. This is kind of like part 2 of a two-part series um covering psychiatric drugs and the rise of mental illness and like kind of how how like depression and psychiatric drugs correlate. I I cover um some sections in a book by Robert Whitaker called Anatomy of an Epidemic as well as talk a little bit about my personal experiences with these types of things and um, yeah that was all last week and then this week i go into like my thoughts and and how i approach like health and fitness with mental like mental illnesses in mind right because i i kind of deal with depression and anxiety and stuff like that myself and um and it's Becoming more and more of a thing Like commonplace in society So I think everybody can relate To this episode Or at least take something from it Um, Yeah so Let's just get into it The Avidity Fitness Podcast So if you Look at the Scientific literature And the studies that cover the rise of mental illness in America and kind of what points to the cause of the rise in mental illness, you start to see that the pharmaceutical treatments like the psychiatric drugs and stuff that were prescribed for so long are beginning to have an adverse effect On people's health as a whole. And this is something that I believe is kind of new to our understanding. And it's just not necessarily like mainstream and popular and trending to talk about on social media and just in like the social constructs. Um,. You know, I just don't think it's, I don't think we have enough data yet that causes concern to the population, like, you know, the whole of the population, right? So it's going to get there eventually, I believe. We're going to get to a point where the majority of people are talking about how uh, debilitating some of these treatments can become and the book that i was talking about in last week's episode uh it's it's a, an astonishing book really um and it's kind of ironic that astonishing is part of the title of the book but it really is eye-opening if you yourself has like a history with psychiatric treatments with medications and stuff or you know, somebody that you know, a family member or a friend or something like that, uh, I really recommend reading this book, The The Anatomy of an Epidemic, Magic Bullets, Psychiatric Drugs, and the Astonishing Rise of Mental Illness in America. It's written by an author named Robert Whitaker. And, um, yeah, if, if you have experience with, with these types of treatments and stuff, then this book will definitely uh, I want to say open, open your eyes, but you know, it'll, it'll strike a chord with you. You know, you'll be able to relate and there'll be things in here that it's like, for me, when I was reading it, it'll, it'll be things that he points out. And it's like, I, I knew that, like, I always knew that, but I didn't know it. Like I, I thought it in the back of my head, but I didn't have anybody smarter than me, you know, telling me and, and, painting the picture of why what I was believing is true like how these drugs um and these treatments can cause like worse relapses than natural treatments and um how people that like before these drugs were starting to be commercialized and um really like this big industry was built up before bipolar medications and adhd medications you know like the people that suffered from some type of mental anguish it was like the statistics were so high that that it was like rare it it happened every once in a while and they could get like natural treatments and then they would go right back to normal life with with like high rates of success where people weren't coming back with the same issues. And then if, when you look at the numbers after these sorts of treatments and medications were beginning to be popular and implemented, uh, more often in society, you see that, uh, you know, the, the amount of, of relapsing and the dependency on the medical system begins to, to rise. It's like, People are having issues and then they're getting these these medicines for treatment and they go back to normal life for a little bit, but then they have the issues again and they go back and then they have the issues again. And it's like a reoccurring thing when before the medication was the popular treatment, you know, like I said it was it wasn't as common for people to be relapsing and you know struggling with these types of low mood and mental, issues long term like we see today uh you know the the book it gets really into depth about the the medical puzzle that we have uh for society and and it desperately needs to be solved um you know the increase in children being affected by these mental illnesses and stuff is rapidly increasing uh the size and scope of these issues have grown exponentially in the past few decades. It's just, uh, it's like a, it's like a modern plague that's striking families and caregivers and the government and just society as a whole. Like even, even if you're somebody that doesn't relate to this type of topic, you're still affected by it, whether you feel it or not, because you know like the the medical system is the healthcare system per se is getting stressed you know and and funding and resources are going to trying to solve these issues when maybe that funding and those resources could go to different issues that are actually uh, more beneficial but anyway with all that being said I wanted to devote this episode to giving my thoughts on how to approach, um, like combating mental illness with exercise. And, you know, like I said in last episode, and, uh, I, sometimes I feel like I need to preface things by saying that I'm not a medical professional and I'm not a doctor, but I think that that should just be common knowledge. Maybe I'll put that on like the, like the the podcast profile page so it's always there and people can revert back to that and if they ever uh, misconstrued the way I'm presenting my information but yeah let me just say it again in no way am I a medical professional I'm not a psychiatrist I'm not a psychologist I'm not a doctor uh, I'm none of those things I am a certified personal trainer and a lifestyle coach and that's that's as far as the scope of my practice can go. I can give you my advice, I can give you my thoughts, but I can't, um, you know, I can't I can't sit here and tell you to not take a certain medication or to take any medications. Like you have to consult with your doctor on all of those things. But here are my thoughts. If you're struggling with low mood, If you're struggling with mood swings, if you're struggling with low confidence, depression, anxiety, like all these sorts of ailments that kind of fall under the same symptomatic type categories um, and you're relying on like a, a chemical cocktail made by a scientist in a laboratory to help you get by day to day, there's an issue. Uh, I truly believe that almost everybody on the planet has the capacity to control all of those things. All of the dark thoughts, you know, what, whatever it is that's causing your depression or your mental illness, it can get really deep and really complex, okay? I'm no stranger to, uh, yeah, the complexities of... Things like depression, okay? Like, I've seen plenty of people go through it. I still, you know, I'm still right here with people fighting it today. I fight it sometimes myself. So I know what it looks like, and I know what it can feel like. But something that I tend to notice is that the majority of people that are heavily relying on medications are neglecting their health in so many other ways and I believe that that is the ultimate downfall so if you're struggling with something that's weighing you down that's making you feel like you don't have control um, then you got to look at the foundation of what you're doing day to day Okay, to combat mental illness with fitness and exercise is to build your confidence up by doing challenging things mentally and physically. Okay, we we, we talk about it all the time on the podcast. I talk about it in my daily life that uh, humans, we naturally gravitate towards comfort, but we live in modern times when comfort is abundant. Okay, at one point in time, humans had to struggle greatly in order to relax and be comfortable for a little bit. And then they had to struggle again. You know, pick any primitive period in human history and you will see a lot of hardship. Whatever it is, working the fields for agriculture or being a hunter-gathering tribe that is um living nomadically and always on the move and fighting for their food in that way. there was always um, really difficult things needing to be done in order to be comfortable. So in modern day now, a lot of that a lot of that fight, a lot of that struggle, a lot of those hardships are actually, Taken away, and we—it's—it's it's been replaced with modern hardships and stuff, but it's not the same. Being stressed out about whether or not the people at your job like you or at your school accepts you is a different kind of stress than is my family and my tribe going to be able to to make it to the end of this week? Do we have enough sustenance to to survive? You know, that's a that's too complete different types of stresses and now we stress way more over whether or not we look as good as the Instagram models that are constantly being shoved in our face or if we're as cool as the celebrities that are you know presented to us almost as propaganda you know we fight over you know senseless politics and I know a lot of it is important but you know there's a lot of that that goes on that really doesn't matter And, and we get stressed over all of these things and then we're not eating right you know we start eating junk food we start eating fast food stuff that's full of seed oils and and soy and all different types of components of things that aren't really designed for your body to be ingesting and that's causing physical stress and then you got the mental stress from social comparisons and then all these things can just compound it and make make each other worse it just it's like a cocktail it's like a recipe for disaster and then on top of all of that you might have childhood trauma and who who knows alcoholism things that are hereditary that could be passed down to you that's causing you issues. like There's so many aspects of your life that could be affecting your mentality and your mental well-being and things like that. So if you're not trying to focus on those aspects, you're not trying to focus on what's fueling you, the types of food, the quality of calories that you're, ingesting to fuel your body if you're not checking on what you're focusing on mentally and your goals and your passions and your dreams and and what you're grateful for and focusing on the good in your life then um that means you're you're failing in a lot of aspects of wellness and right now in 2021 it's really popular to go see somebody about what's going on in your head, a psychiatrist, a psychologist. It's good, and, and, and I'm not knocking that. It's fine. It's, if you need to, some therapy, everybody needs to be able to get the things that's in their head out. So if you don't have the, the support system there at your house or around you in your community, then there's there's nothing wrong with going to see a trained, licensed professional to get that type of help. But the problem is, is that uh, it's really popular in America especially is to like steer away from a holistic approach with a lot of these therapists and things. They like to give um, medications. They like to prescribe things because it's a huge industry. You know, there's a lot of people making a lot of money and there's a lot of incentive to prescribe these types of medications. But um, at one point in time, the science was showing that it might be a revolutionary way of treating our ailments in society. But uh, now the, you know, the data is starting to come out and show that that's not that's really not the case. Um, The more you read on it, like we did in last episode, we covered a couple paragraphs um, in that book, The Anatomy of an Epidemic. And it's crazy how how much these medications don't work. And you know what? If you ever talk to somebody that has a solid, consistent workout routine and they're, they've spent the time and the effort to finding the diet that works best for them, you'll see that they tend to be much happier and independent, like, minded like independently minded people like they don't need um the the constant therapy and they don't need the medications necessarily to keep their mind sustained and away from the darkness and you know that's not to judge anybody that does need that like I said it's fine but it's also a good idea to think about whether or not you need it forever you know maybe there's other changes that you can make to get yourself off of the you know the the what do they call them the the psycho the psychopharmacologic psychopharmacology or whatever the you know the the mental drugs you know maybe you can start making implementing some healthier habits in different areas of your life that will help you wean off of the to I don't even want to say the word, but Xanax, I mean, me personally, without getting into too much details, you know, I've lost two friends back in our younger days to Xanax. You know, they had a lot of depression. Uh, somebody was prescribed these medications and then they started just making their rounds around the community because really, ultimately, everybody was dealing with the same type of like mental cloudiness you know like that that depression because uh everybody was struggling financially and emotionally and you know people's families were f- you know being fractured and uh the economy wasn't doing you know whatever the the cases were um and that's how a lot of people found a way to cope and it ultimately uh, took to people's lives that I know personally so uh, all this stuff, just—it's important to me. It, it truly is, you know. Uh, I have firsthand experience with mental medication. Both my sisters that I love with all of my heart do. My brother as well. I love him, and I—I I see the after effects of this all. And I just want to—I just want to be a voice in the dark. Right. I want to I want to tell everybody that is on a cocktail of medications that helps keep them mentally in check that I I believe in you. I believe that it doesn't have to be that way. I believe that it can be very painful and it can be a long journey filled with a lot of hard work. But I do believe that you can get to a place where you're managing your your mind and your body, your spirituality, you're managing all of that with natural modalities with exercise, with nutrition, with med- meditation, um, and like community, reading good books, writing, uh, being in nature, going on walks, uh, helping other people, volunteering, maybe uh there's so many ways to get fulfillment without the medication and a lot of people won't tell you that so uh I will be the person to tell you that and I think you can make changes if you want to if you truly think that that you need to make some changes and you want to make some changes uh a lot of times that medication can get so deep deeply like ingrained in uh, like your routine you know especially if you've been taking it for years and years and years it, it it almost gets in your DNA, and it can be really tough to even think about getting off it. It can be scary. Um, the relapses can be really tough. Uh, I know there's a lot of pitfalls when it comes to even talking about whether or not somebody should be medicated, but I truly think that there's another way, and that's my message for the day. Love you guys what's up fit fam thank you for listening to another episode of the avidity fitness podcast please share this with uh, your friends and family especially anybody that you know that has mental health issues or deals with medications for mental illness i think this is a powerful message that will resonate with them greatly also if you want to help us grow the community please like and follow us on our social media accounts on facebook and instagram Um, just type in Avidity Fitness, look for the green Pulse logo. We post health and fitness related content there weekly, stuff like gym memes, inspirational stories, um, workout tips and advice, uh, obviously links to the podcast and to the website where you can get merchandise, AvidityFit.com, by the way. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I got. For this week, everybody, um, I hope you enjoyed the two episodes on medication and um, the rise of mental illness. I think this is something that we all need to be talking about, especially if you're my age. I'm 27, about to be 28. Uh, we need to protect the generations that's coming up underneath us. We need to we need to talk about the pitfalls that we saw and went through. Um, not to say that we're wise old veterans of life yet but you know this this type of stuff like the medications and stuff for mental for mental illnesses um you know it was really becoming mainstream when we were babies and kids so we kind of have a first-hand experience and we can help lead the way so that's why i think it's um, a very important topic to be discussing also if you want to support the podcast here you can visit anchor.fm slash avidity fitness slash support and you can become a show supporter for as little as 99 cents per month That's really cheap it's less than you spend at the cheap industrial coffee companies you know whenever you're picking up your little iced tea lattes and stuff um these are just jokes people also like um, I'm a really, uh, lighthearted guy. I joke a lot. And sometimes it doesn't sound like I'm joking. It's not joke. I'm not joking about the support. Like you can, you can for real, like no joke. You can become a supporter for 99 cents per month. I was just joking about capping on the industrial coffee companies though. Even though they suck, they do. They suck. They're trash. They're garbage. do like throw them away. It's, but I was about to say burn them to the ground, but I don't want a lawsuit. I mean, burn them to the ground. Let's see what happens. I'm just kidding. I'm not calling anybody to action uh, it's a joke, okay, it's just a joke, um, yeah, so become a show supporter for as little as 99 cents per month, pick up some merchandise, I got fanny packs, I got coffee mugs, I got, um, posters for your home gym if you need some daily inspiration, I got t-shirts, I got the Bullet Valentina Shevchenko Mindset Series t-shirt, and we just dropped the Olympic champion, Olympic legend, American legend, Allison Felix, we dropped her shirt recently, um, I need to order mine I need to get those In my lineup uh, I can only imagine If I'm wearing that shirt Like while I'm working out And as soon as like I'm feeling like I'm I'm getting a little tired or, or whatever And it's about time To call it quits And I like I look up And I And I remember like Oh there's Allison Felix Like on the back Of my shirt Telling me that like you know, every moment isn't great, but that's when we learn the most. Boom! I'm on fire again. All of a sudden, I'm doing like 75 more repetitions of like whatever I was not even planning on doing before, because like that, that's the type of energy energy that um, uh, Allison Felix can carry. If you know anything about her, if you don't, you can find out this year because she's running again. She's racing again. She could have called it quits. She's already a legend. She's won how many medals? I really don't even know a lot though. Um, yeah, she's running again because she's a savage and that's what savages do. So with all that being said, thank you guys for listening. Um, I love you. I'll be back next week. Um, that's it. Go smash. Go to the gym right now. As soon as this is done, go.